Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Mature Gamer Podcast, Bits and PCs. Uh, it's been a very exciting week for games, um, what with Eurogamer, and here to discuss that and lots of other things are Beastie Yo. and Vimesy. Hello. Now, Beastie, you couldn't mm. be asked to go to Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah, something uh, like that. But on the, on the flip side, you do seem to go to things like Gamescom and stuff like that in Yes. Germany, which is significantly more um, exotic, I can assure yeah, you. Yeah, I do appreciate the irony of the nearest event to me <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to, but yes. Yeah. So let's talk about what you've been doing before we start talking about uh, game, because it would be remiss of us to not talk again about um, <laughs> what's top of your list and, and took up <laughs> at least an hour of... Um, Kevin, Steve and Bouncy show um, the other day. I'm still not interested in it until the PC version comes out, but you've been playing Grand Theft Auto 5. Yes. I mean, I have to say, this is my most console list that I've ever probably put out for the uh, for the show. I think this is the way it's kind of panned out. So yeah, I did break uh, last Friday and bought GTA 5, adding to the I think 2.2 million sales in the UK. Something ridiculous, yeah. Um, which is, uh, that's it's about three times the sales of GTA 4 um, in the UK of the same period, which is just nuts. So I only aided that um, sales figure. Um, I don't know what, what to say about it, really. I mean, I, I kind of did a little post on the forum, which kind of is my kind of concise, concise synopsis of what I thought. My, and my opinions haven't really changed. It's probably it's easily the best GTA game, um, mm. but I, that's under the caveat of I had issues with all the other GTA games. Um, they've definitely improved, and I, uh, I know other guys have spoke about this before. And the checkpoints make a huge difference. It means that I, I think without checkpoints, I probably already would have quit. To be honest, because um, you do die quite randomly sometimes, or things just don't pan out for everyone. You can just get killed and. The idea of the old days when you used to drive miles, didn't you? Then you'd have to go and do the mission again. You have to do the whole drive there again. Yeah, yeah. Take that. All that's all that's got better. I mean, it's still buggy, and the combat is still awful. So, John, from the point of view of waiting for the PC version, you're probably not going to be. You're probably going to be happier with the high resolution, um, shiny graphics, as well as the ability to headshot people without it being a horrible control pad nightmare. I'm not finding it that hard, actually. Well, all you have to do is kind of you left click at auto ends and then you um, sorry left trigger then right trigger left trigger then right trigger left trigger then right trigger. It's just not very. It's mm. not as nice as going. Oh, I can pick up. Yeah, target. no, I get that. It's not nice of playing something like um, Call of Duty or Battlefield or something like that. But it's it's okay. It's adequate for. I don't. It's one of those games. It's, I find myself pushing the playing the missions almost to get to the cutscenes because mm, yeah, the cutscenes are just so damn good. My cutscenes are pretty good. I as a person who doesn't like cutscenes, they definitely are up there as the most um, positive aspects of it. And, the, and, and graphically, I mean, animations are excellent, really mm. good. But it, yeah, low textures, very. Um, it's desperately needs. I can't wait to see it in proper kind of high definition. I think it's going to look amazing. So, John, be be strong. It is good, and I think you will enjoy it. But it's probably best to wait for the. PC version. I am very shallow and would prefer the high, pretty, high res, pretty looking. Uh, 
before I, I got started. Even, even I noticed pop-up in this, and if I notice pop-up, <laughs> you'll be going mental at it. So, you know, you may well be worth waiting for the PC version. I, I know it is, because I, I just know I won't play it. I won't play it if it's on the console, because... Mm-hmm. I can't join the no, team. I, I can't join the Teamspeak server, and I can't kick around with the people that I kick around with on Teamspeak. So, mm-hmm. but it will be a day yeah. one. You know, it's supposed to be that good. It'll have to be a day one purchase for me when it hits on the PC, because I suspect it'll be a day one purchase for everyone else that I kick about with on the PC. Hopefully, the multiplayer will will launch at the same time. But as we discussed last week, maybe they'd do the sensible thing and wait a couple of weeks. Who knows? Mm, yeah, I mean, where is the online? Isn't the online going on tomorrow. imminently tomorrow? Yeah, so probably it's, it's supposed to be on the first. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out and finish off the single player before I start getting involved in multiplayer shenanigans. I think. Um, I'd be interested to see how how well that works, but yeah, we'll see on that. But I don't want to give GTA Five any more time. It's had plenty of coverage. I mean, hmm. it's nothing really. So to let's say about let's it. go for a more sort of low cut games. Oh, you know, God, a little I know. bit off the beaten track. Yeah, you know, absolutely underground. It, it it didn't even get anywhere near the same amount of sales figures. Um, but yes, I also picked up Pairs for um, 2014 because <laughs> I wanted to try out this year's one. And I'm going to go at the same time FIFA 14 because I'm a sucker. Explain. Um, both. Oh, it wasn't at the same time. If it makes it any better, um, I wanted to give Pez a try. So I kind of gave up on Pez quite a few years ago. Um, they dicked around with it, and I kind of abandoned football games for quite a few years. And then I think I came back at FIFA 10, and I've, I really enjoyed it. And I kind of taken a lot of the elements of Pez, and then I started again adding too much crap into it. So I thought I'd give Pez a try, and. and it is a better game than it was. It's improved. Whether I prefer it to FIFA, hard to say. Um, it still has the issue of it's still badly presented. It's, it doesn't have the, the spit and polish of um, of FIFA, which I know is that it's kind of you want to get suckered in by that. But it's a it makes it's a, a difference game. though. It makes a it huge does. difference. I mean, I was when I was at Eurogamer, I was walking past somebody, some like the Pez stand, and it's like I looked over, and it's like. West London blue versus East yeah. London red. You're just thinking, oh, really? Are we still at that stage? Yeah, it's at least I've got the players' names. I remember in the past, I'm, I'm sure any the older games were having <laughs> ludicrous yeah. names for for players. Yeah. And you, some of the older games, you couldn't even change the names. So you just kind of filled in the blanks. Um, so I'd say as a, as a game simulation, PES 2014 is probably a little bit better in play style. It's kind of got better build-up play. The passing appears to be more accurate. Um, however, for the pure, pure showmanship and the fun you have, FIFA 14 still wins for me. And I, I guess it's a comes comes down to what do you want a, a simulation game or a a fun game. And and I think beyond that, more importantly for me is I really am into. I really like the career mode um, and. The FIFA 14 career mode is, is really good, and they've definitely improved it. I mean, they've made some changes which are a bit peculiar, where you can't, um, when you're searching for players for your team, you can't search by their ability, which is odd. And I don't know why they've changed that. Um, I think they're trying to make it so scouting's a bit more important, so you can scout players. But you'd think that other t- players in your league, you would have a rough <laughs> rough idea of how good they are. But mm. no, no, it kind of hides that, so you can't sort by that. So it's, it's a little bit arduous. Um, so there's definitely a more 
temptation, a bigger temptation, which I'm trying to avoid, as in to look at database because it's quite, I think, Foothead's pretty massive. I think they're a pretty huge community site, and they basically got kind of full. Uh, database pools of all the players about their potential and their stats mm. and that kind of ruins it. So I'm trying not to do that. Um, but I'll be honest, I can, I, I, I'm a little bit cross. I bought for FIFA 14. So I'm going to try and hold out for the PS4. Um, yeah, but I just kind of felt like, well, I kind of want to play it now. And I, I, I spent some time playing it with a mate on, um, Friday last week. And I thought, yeah, do you know, what? I'll, I'll break and buy it again. I, I can sell it in a in a couple of months' time when uh, the the PS4 comes out. But um, I I can't I can't recommend or advise against either of them. I, th- I think they're much improved. I think people who want to give PES a try again, if you're tempted, give it a whirl. So it definitely has corrected some of the its old old ways. But we'll see. Um, but lastly, before we get on to the uh, Eurogamer stuff, I picked up a little indie game which is in beta at the moment called um, Eldritch which is a Lovecraftian uh, Minecraft graphical game it's a uh, roguelike 3D Minecraft world um, well style, looks like looks like the kind of underground caves and it's meant to be a roguelike adventure where you start out exploring through and picking up weapons and literature and you read through and it's going to be a darker tale as you go um i i'm trying to work out whether i'm going to get pulled into this or it's going to go into the kind of standard i wouldn't say once a pile of shame because it's just a digital download i think it's probably a really good game there it's just whether or not i can pass up playing gta 5 and other games to kind of play this 699 um kind of pre pre-launch uh indie game it's really interesting. You kind of, you do start off of kind of wandering through this world. Exploring it, I just kind of read a book and this book took me into this strange dream world, which then had monsters and critters and dungeon levels that people keep going down and down. Um, I haven't died yet, but I presume that there'll be a whole thing about dying and then replaying the same thing or maybe, maybe it develops and generates further. But, um, it could be quite an interesting game. I think certainly somebody who likes the kind of Cthulhu Lovecraftian world, it can be quite interesting. There's some of the stories and the, the wording's quite clever and has a lot of hooks towards that. Um, but I'm not quite sure what to make of it yet. I don't know how much is going to have to happen between now and launch, or, but I don't think it's that mm. far from launch, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of a strange game to buy at the same time as all the shiny new new games, but I'm just kind of tempted by something a bit fresh and different. But, um, yeah, I think we should probably talk about shiny expo games. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? So, you're a gamer. That was a good laugh. Um, a good time was had by me, certainly. Um, let's just talk about the social side of things, first of all. It was great to see. Um, we ended up with 20, I think it was 26 forum members. Um, That's not bad. Having going out for dinner, meeting up for a few drinks. Um, far too much pork was eaten. Um, at one point, I took a. I thought I'll have one more lap mouthful of um, lovely pork, and my whole body convulsed with nausea. I thought <laughs> uh, this, oh, can't, gotta... this can't be good, so no more. And then I went home, and Jane was watching some cookery program. 
um, and it was a load of American <laughs> sandwich food. And I nearly hurled it all up just looking <laughs> at all that food, which is, uh, I think I broke myself. Um, awesome. But we had a good time. It was uh, very good. So uh, thanks very much to everyone who turned up and uh, all my internet friends. And, um, yeah, it was really good. Didn't you see you, though, Vimes? Because uh, I saw you, mate. I saw you, and you ignored me. You didn't didn't ignore me. I just don't think you heard me. (laughs) I was in the um, Elder Scrolls queue, and I saw you walk past. Well, I saw your um, blue blue T-shirt first, and I was like, John, John. But uh, it was a bit bloody loud in there. There And there's a fucking dead zone all over the place in Eurogamer. As soon as you get a Eurogamer, I found loads of tweets I'd sort of put out that were still sort of sat in my, didn't send this, didn't send that. Loads of pictures of things like, well, basically cues mainly. <laughs> to, yeah, it was a good weekend, but I'm just pretty, I didn't meet up with a lot of people. So, so what did you do with your time? Because, I mean, I mean, there was all 26. Well, I went, I went there with, um, I did what I always do at Eurogamer, which is meet up with a friend of mine called Egg. And we um, basically hook up and we wander around and we spend the first day doing all the queuing. So we try and get all the big stuff out of the way, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. I'm trying to get at a different thing, because when we had a forum meet-up on the Saturday night, you were knocking about with a rival podcast. I was off with, 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 no, I was off with Midlife Game a lot, because uh, that's uh, where we I tend to hit up on, a, on Eurogamer weekend, as I tend to end up with you, with that lot, because um, I've, oh, I've been part of that lot for what, a long time, but... Uh, that's where I've got a few friends on there, so I was hooking up there. I won a Wii U did while you? I was there. You I did. Won a I Wii won a Wii U. U and then had to cart, <laughs> cart that back home. So you've actually got a Wii U? Was... Yeah, I've got a Wii U. What, from your midlife game a lot? Yeah, one yeah. in a, a sort of raffly game of, of heads and tails. Are they having and to buy? They have to buy the effects. They're buying our love. That's what. They're, that's what they're doing. It was, it was a really good night. It was good to see people that um, I haven't seen since last year, and uh, you know, people we used to hook up with online for gears and beers and stuff. And that, that was nice to sort of hook up with that lot. I did try and hook up with people on the, the Sunday. Um, it was just a, to be honest, with you, it was just a bugger trying to get any fucking signal. You couldn't get any tweets out. Um, I think I was trying to get a hold of Sigs was, was tweeting and I sort of sent out tweets saying where are you going to be in the next 10 minutes and then you'd sort of get his answer about an hour later when I was already on the train home so it was one of those weekends but uh, I'm hoping sort of the next one they're doing they're doing uh, the next rest one I think they're doing at the NEC which I'm uh, in March which I think I'm probably going to try and get to that as well at least for a day if not for the weekend are we still talking about Midlife Gamer? No, we're not talking about midlife game. We're talking about Expo Euro, Euro Gamer. Right. Okay. They're going to be doing a, um, one next March. For... You're not. You're not biting, are you? So um, <clears throat> you're taking the high road and, and not getting into a podcast war. So um... I'm, I'm above all this podcast war thing. We're all happy. For... I tell you what was really interesting though. Before we before we move on from that, is if you draw a Venn diagram of all the podcasters that I bumped into over this weekend. It is literally like one big community. You eating ice cream cones again? I'm turning into Kev. Sorry, no, I was. I was sorry. I apologise. I didn't realise my uh, microphone was that, that sensitive. <laughs> you're eating ice cream. You're turning into it's like mini Kev. Mm, mini Kev. No, it was just interesting. Yeah, mini. Oh, mini Kev's pork Kev. So there you go. But no, it's just interesting the number of sort of crossover with podcasts around the, the community where people overlap and yeah, it was, it was, really, yeah, it was a good weekend. But um, should we talk about Eurogamer itself? Why talk the hell the not? Why the hell talk not? Talk about the games. Why not? Um, 
I suppose I did what everybody did. I, I we, we got there sort of early-ish Saturday morning. I say early-ish, about half ten, because we didn't have the um, early access tickets or anything like that. And uh, we went in with all the all the plebs at 11 and um, went straight upstairs to, to try Titanfall out. Um, and queued for about... It was, it was quite a good setup actually, because the, the queues are still bastard. But I don't think I queued for more than an hour and a half for anything. That's still quite long. That's it is still quite long. I mean, that's it's, a lot longer than last year. So they must have really. I don't know. Was, that was last year when the, I think the Wii U was last year, and it was fucking ridiculous. It was like three, four hour queues to get in the Wii U section. It was it was stupid. Maybe because, um, I, went, maybe because I went Friday last year. Yeah, maybe so. But uh, it, was, it was like an hour and a half was the big games. They all seemed to be about an hour and a half long in the queues, no longer than that, which was which was okay, I suppose. But. Um, so yeah, so they they had it. At least they did something where they basically you queued up for about an hour, and then they made you sit down in front of a TV presentation. So you've got your little wireless headphones on. Oh, and so you, watch. you basically got the stuff that what I got um, uh, when I was at Gamescom. Yeah, yeah. yeah now you mention it. Yeah, that would be exactly what you had, didn't yeah. it? Because they made and you sat and you watched like a I don't know five minute long video. Yeah. Or something like that. Just this did is you this did is you get the comedy? Did you get the comedy? Um, controls that you get to see for about two seconds yeah but that was all right i mean nothing would turn around to me and say what the hell was that about i don't know but i kind of expecting it so um it wasn't too bad and then you kind of queued up for 20 minutes to actually get actually on the game um it was a very good game it was very smooth it's very polished but to be honest i was a little bit um uninspired by it um i know a lot of people have come out and sort of said oh it's great it's really awesome i loved it um to me, if you take out the polish and stuff like that, it just it, it just felt really coddy. And I know it is, you know, respawn coming out of that lot, but it just felt very cod. And maybe I wasn't playing it quite right or whatever. Um, but the wall running was quite fun, but I don't think like, maybe if I'd spent more time with it, it might have clicked with me a little bit more, and I'd, I'd got more used to it. The the mechs were great. They're really good to sort of get in and just charge about levels, and um, you really do get a feeling of power when you're playing it. Um, the controls are standard kind of cog controls very easy the shooting is quite easy the combat's really good um, and if this hadn't been hyped so much if you look around the big sites you know your your IGNs your game spots they're going oh this is like the the, the, the game of the generation or whatever you're already and you're thinking bloody um, it wasn't that it wasn't that it was really good um, but I think it just it was, it was overhyped already to the point where I kind of came away feeling more disappointed. Whereas if it had been like an unknown game or just a normal release uh, and I hadn't heard about it, I'd probably walked away much more excited about it. But um, did anyone else get to play it at all? John, did you get to play it? No, I didn't realise there was an upstairs bit. What? You didn't know there was upstairs? Yeah. The 18 section? Yeah, I, oh. I, I hung around with all the kiddies. So I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wrong. I really, um, I, I, in all honesty, I couldn't be less interested. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. I think when it comes to PC, um, oh, is it coming to PC? Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, now it's, I'm it's, it's, it's Xbox and PC, and I think it will be very good. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a great game. It's a good game to play. I just it, just because the fact it was overhyped, it left me feeling less inspired than than otherwise. I, um, I did kind of indicate to you from Gamescom that my feeling would, would be that it's... Yeah, but I was trying not to rough. listen to you because I was hopeful. And it was also, to be fair, it was also the only thing that was making me hang on for an Xbox One. 
Um, it was that kind of. <laughs> so what does know, this? That, what does this mean? Well, it means I'm basically I'm I'm, I'm probably going to cancel my Xbox One pre-order, um, uh, and that's that's more to do with with two the couple of things which we'll, we'll probably talk about in more depth. Um, one is just that there's nothing nothing on that console exclusive wise that I'm actually that interested in. And I understand that people are like, oh, I really want to play Dead Rising Three. That's great. It's just not. It's just not my kind of game. I'm not. I'm not that interested. And Forza has never done it for me, so mm. I'm not that interested in it. Um, and the other one was the controller for it. Um, we're going to kind of. Do, I think this, when we get into talking about the games, we're going to have to talk about the Xbox One and the PS4 a little bit. So I do apologise for the PC only brethren out there. Um, but I, I am going to spend a little bit of time talking about it. The only time I got to actually touch an Xbox One controller was playing the Forza demo. Mm-hmm. Um, first impressions was it was very heavy. I mean, I'm not even going to bother talking about Forza because Forza was just Forza. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not a petrol head. I'm not a big racer. Um, it, it was just it was just like Forza. Hang, uh, on a, hang on a second. You were talking about what? buying a bloody setting up a car simulator thing. It makes a good yeah, point. because that's because of the, the feedback you get from the controller and the fact that if you're in if you're in that sort of that's the closest you can get to kind of you know you're talking about if if you wanted to go and play something like Battlefield in a kind of Omni with an Oculus Rift and stuff that's about immersing yourself into it and the closest you can get to kind of anything like that in the gaming world at the moment is kind of car sims or something like that or cockpits basically for flight sims or space flight sims or car driving or something like that and that gives you that immersion plus the competitive edge of racing against other people but I'm not a petrol head which is you know that, that's not where I'm at but what I'm saying is I couldn't tell you the difference between Forza 4 and Forza 5 I really um, could longer loading times I thought yeah it did seem like it, <laughs> it took an awful long Fuck time me. It, took, it did take on, a long time it... on that note before I forget one of the um, things we did do is uh I accidentally pressed the guide button on the um, accidentally <clears throat> on purpose pressed the guide button on the Forza Five on the Forza Five demo to see what the UI was like. Um, and while a lot of it was disabled, when you're watching videos of of them demonstrating the Xbox One, where you can kind of just jump in and out of stuff, uh, no. I mean, I clicked back into the Xbox to, from the Xbox uh, main screen and clicked into the back into Forza and. It just went black for like 15 seconds before anything happened. And then I jumped back out again and had a look around some of the other UI. But everything was basically locked off. But the UI, the UI looked just like kind of Windows 8, as you'd almost expect. Jumped back into Forza when the game crashed, so they had to reload it. Oh, um, yeah. But that's, you know, that's probably running on, you know, they had all of the kits there and they looked like the real kit. So I don't know whether it was an SDK made up or whatever, or they were still fine-tuning stuff. Whatever, so I can't really comment. It'd probably been on all day as well, and we didn't get there till about two o'clock when we were playing, three o'clock when we were playing that. So it may have just been, you know, glitch or one of those things. But um, yeah, back to the controller. It was, it was just, it felt really heavy. Yeah. Um, the I don't like what they've done with the triggers and the bumper buttons. They've they've kind of molded them around the controller. Uh, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. But I'm trying they, to recall now. They've kind of rounded them off. And they've made certainly the bumper buttons much more flush with the actual controller, um, which means you can't really tell when you're pressing them that much. And the D-pad is, again, pretty much, it's almost flush again with the, with the face of the the, um, the controller, so I, I didn't like that at all. Sticks are okay, um, but I felt they were really small. I don't know why. They just felt like actually kind of like mini sticks. 
Um, I, I, and again, I don't know why I felt that. I just mm. did. But the thing that really annoyed me about it is the um, one thing I was really looking forward to, actually, which was the um, the vibro triggers, as, as John's nicknamed them. Um, they were awful. And I don't know. I've heard things, people saying things like, oh, they haven't been properly programmed yet or some of the some of the demos aren't using them properly and stuff like this. But um, I use them in fours and I'm expecting something like not force back force feedback levels of precision or anything. But what I got was kind of um, it was like holding your finger on a um, an electric toothbrush or something. It was Ooh. really kind of like a high pitched kind of buzzing type rather than rather than a rumble it was a buzzing do you know what mm. i mean it was it felt like that didn't really give me any feedback just made my finger go numb after about 30 seconds um what did you think john because you, you've you've written vibro trigger down so you must have some thoughts on this um yeah i was a bit dis- bit disappointed i was expecting something a bit more are you still there I yeah, I'm still here. I think oh, you're muted. Yeah, you're yes. muted and all your background noise disappeared. Sorry, I got confused. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, from what we were talking about before, I was expecting there to be some kind of like real level of resistance. And yeah. That you might be able to, you know, feel the, you know, the actual bite point of Breaking the brakes and stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that wasn't it. It was literally, it, it was no different to, you know, any normal rumble thing really uh, yeah it was a bit mm, not not yeah. a lot to it um what do you think of the actual controller itself didn't even pay much attention to it, it just felt like a controller i preferred it to the playstation 4 controller um Ooh. playstation okay. 4 controllers that felt a little bit i don't know i don't really like the playstation 4 controller and that one doesn't it doesn't feel as natural as the the Xbox One to me, to be fair. Mm. I mean, I, I really liked the PS4 one um, more than I thought I would. Um, you know, if you ask me, the 360 controller is kind of the best controller ever designed. It's just it's just perfect um, for, for you know until someone comes up with something better. But the so I was fully expecting the Xbox One controller to be my favourite out of the two even taking out the triggers and just looking about the shape and the feel of it. But actually, I really liked the PS4 one. Don't know why. It's bigger than the PS3 one. It's much more... It's like fits your hands better. The uh, sticks are really, really nice. And I really liked the um, touchpad, actually, in the middle of the... in the middle of the... Um, in the middle of the controller face. Really nice. Um, used it on Black Flag... And you can use it for the map in that, and you kind of can basically like Google Maps. You can kind of pinch to zoom in and out and and scroll and, and stuff like this, and it works really really well. Um, yeah, I, I used it on. Um, it's a controller of controllers for me. Um, I, I we were I was walking past um, a stand and saw it was a Need for Speed stand, and I saw the PlayStation oh, yeah. Four controller. I thought, ooh, look at that! And then I thought, bloody hell, that looks that looks fantastic. That game is that the PlayStation Four? No, it turns out it's just a PC running with a. <laughs> yeah, I asked that because yeah, you could see the um, they had the mouse and keyboard sitting next to it. So I had to ask her. I said, "What what is that running on?" Because you're using like you know. They said, "Oh yeah, it's just it's just the, the dev kit or the SDK or whatever." No, 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 um, no, no. It's just the it's just the PC version. It's just the 
the regular PC version that you're going to be able to buy at the same time as you're going oh, to be able sorry, to buy it. Oh, sorry, Austin. He said it was basically... The problem with Eurogamer, people who, who, who may not go to um, these shows sometimes don't realise is they hire basically anybody to sit on their stand. And so sometimes you'll get people who haven't got a smegging clue what they're talking about standing in front of these games and sort of presenting them to the public. Yeah. So you sort of fall over one of these assistants and sort of say, what's that running on? He told me it's basically a PS4 dev kit, um, but um, that's that's why the PS4 controller works with it. And then I suppose someone else said, oh, no, it's just, it's just a PS4 in the background. And I said, well, what's the wireless, what's the... What's with the keyboard and mouse? Then they kind of looked at me blankly. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, well, what?" I, from my understanding and what I could see, well, to all intents and purposes, it's a fucking PC game because it was running on a PC. Mm. And it I'll did be, look very I'll be, pretty. I'll be buying that on the PC because it was excellent. Any... Was, I didn't didn't see much of the gameplay. I saw well, I thought there was like a little chase going on. But it might be quite a funny multiplayer, but it did look really pretty. No, absolutely, it's, it's fun. It's Need for Speed. It's the natural successor to Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, and I fucking loved Need for, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. So I'll yeah. definitely be getting. I'll be definitely be getting that. But I mean, the control. I just felt like a controller to me, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think it, the 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 cynic in me thinks that um, they they use those controllers just for the precisely so that they could draw people in and think, oh, I'll be playing that on the PlayStation 4. But it wasn't. It was just the PlayStation 4 controller. Maybe. So that maybe suggests that the PlayStation 4 controller will work with PCs with a little bit of fiddling then. I don't know. Who knows? Well, because I I think Microsoft have come out and said that the Xbox One controller won't work. On PC, I think we're reading something about that. Yeah, they said they said they were going to get that. Thought they said they were going to release that in sort of six months' time. They were they were working on drivers or compatibility or something. But um, considering that the the PS3 stuff is basically, if you go and buy something, it's you know it's it's PC and PS3 compatible out the box because they just use the same kind of proprietary input and stuff. Mm. Um, interesting. I was talking to the guys at Turtle Beach, um, and they were. You could just see they're really uncomfortable talking about anything about next gen because they still haven't had stuff released to them about how things are going to connect and what wow. compatibility might not be like. I'm thinking you're two months from launch, less than that now. I don't understand this. And considering Turtle Beach are the only people who are currently licensed to produce stuff, certainly for Xbox One, I don't know about the PlayStation 4. Um, I just thought it was a little bit odd, or they're just not entitled to say at the moment or something. But um, yeah, he was, he was being very cagey about it, and kind of really apologetic, saying that I can't really say anything because we don't really know yet. <laughs> Shit, you've got seven weeks to launch, boy. Are you sure this is good? A quick, but, yeah. a, a quick search on the internet says that the PS4 is, is rumoured from a good source to um, work natively on PC via USB. Oh, cool. Well, it did on the PS3. It works It works quite... I mean, you can plug your PS3 controller straight into the, the PC and it works absolutely fine. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pleased by that. Um, what else did we say? So, Titanfall, yeah, yeah, fine. Black Flag. Black Flag was really interesting. Um, the demo was pretty poor. They just they stuck you on the boat in this kind of open world thing. And I basically spent the whole 15-minute demo, whatever it was, on this boat because I couldn't find anywhere to park it. Um, there was an island and I couldn't find out how I was supposed to park the damn thing and swim to shore because it was surrounded by cliffs and every time I tried to move I got attacked partly because I accidentally set fire to a Spanish galleon on my way past because I pressed the wrong button 
And um, then all of a sudden, Spaniards started coming out of the woodwork everywhere and were trying to track me down in their ships. Um, the ship-to-ship combat was great, really good, um, just really good fun. I, I could see myself quite enjoying that. Um, bit simplistic, but still, yeah, still good fun. But there were some major graphical issues going on there. I um, I was on on me on me boat and I saw this survivor in the sea and it says all oh, that there's a survivor and I thought all right so I've got to jump off me boat go and rescue him and bring him back to the ship or something. Turns out all I had to really do was run him over and press square. But either way, I jumped off the ship, swam over to him, realised I couldn't do anything, so turned back to the boat. And when I got back to the ship, the graphics where the ship met the kind of water, if that makes any sense. Um, there was just big gaps in it. It was tweaking out. It was it was just glitching all over the place. Mm. Um, it was really really poor. Uh, it was just it was just unbelievably bad. Sort of, I don't even know if it's clipping, if that's the right term for it or not. But it was it was awful. Like that, you could actually see the gap between where the water finished. This is in the middle of the sea and the side of the boat, the hull, um, right, which is kind yeah. of like three feet away from the water. And just bobbing around, and colours were flashing and stuff, and you're just thinking, this is this is not good. Got back on the boat, and when you see it from an angle you're supposed to see it at, it looks really stunning. It does look really, really pretty. Um, so I'm quite looking forward to that. It's one of the ones I got on pre-order. Um, and apart from that kind of glitching out, it, <laughs> it looks really good. But, I um, think they've, there's been was done that. I mean, I don't care about any Assassin's Creed game, but I have. I think they have delayed the PC version to sync up with the PS4 version or PS4 launch or something like they that. Might, they might have done it. Yeah, they might have done. Um, I, I don't know, but it was um, on that note. There were there were throughout the weekend uh, we saw consoles of both sides crashing or tweaking out every now and again. Not, or, you know, not as a regular occurrence. When you consider how many units there were going on, there were several freezes. Um, or you know, things just having to be rebooted occasionally, um, but it was it was it was something that you know it, it did stick in the memory. Like oh, that's that's a bit odd, but um, I don't know. It seemed to happen both across both. Uh, what else did I play? Okay, Wildstar, um, mm. which I've been really looking forward to, and he wouldn't give me a bloody beta key. Uh, I was very upset, and. Um, <laughs> This was this wasn't actually at Eurogamer, but they um, they're at the scan booth, I think. Alienware, uh, Alienware, that was right. And I um, I almost missed it, um, but the Alienware computers did look rather sexy, so I went over to have a look and then saw they were playing an MMO. And I was kind of looking at this MMO, thinking, "What's that?" <laughs> and uh, it turns out it was Wildstar. Had a go of it for about twenty minutes. I couldn't play more than about sort of fifteen twenty minutes of it. Because my hands just couldn't, it was just really, really awkward to control it. My hands just kept fucking cramping up because the keyboard was at the wrong height. You couldn't mm. sort of sit down. You were sort of stood up, but having to sort of bend over and try and do mouse and keyboard at the same time. Um, oh. That's unfortunate. I, I know what you mean. I've had that before at shows where you. It was really, and, and actually, the keyboard itself, I think it was using, there was like a Razor keyboard. It just wasn't, I kept losing my place on the keys. Um, you'd think you'd have your hand on Wazdad, but it was kind of it kind of uh, drifted somewhere else, which is unusual for me because normally I'm fairly good when my hand's in place, it's, you know, it's locked, but it was, it was kind of, it just kept drifting off. Um, the game itself, I don't know. I wasn't that impressed by it, to be honest. Um, 
the, the sense of humour was still there, and I liked what they kind of did. And it's really difficult because, like I said, it was only 15 minutes, and I was feeling bloody uncomfortable while I was playing it. One of the things that didn't help was the combat system where you can't lock on to the enemy. And I understand why they do that, because they want it to be more dynamic and they want you to bounce about. And, mm-hmm. and once the kind of the guy who was there demoing it sort of said, look, just just hold down the right mouse button constantly so you can kind of camera lock on the, you know, use the mouse to control it, just lock, lock onto the, the, the thing you're fighting. Uh, that made it a lot easier. And the the animation and the, the kind of the actual movement of the character was fantastic. The kind of bouncing, the double jump, the, you know, being able to dodge out of the way was really, really nice. Liked it a lot. Um, but graphically not great. Looked, I, to be honest, I, I kind of mistook it for, this is going to sound really awful, but I kind of mistook it for um, Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> There's a similarity in the style, I think. And that, that was mainly because it was like when, when the, the starting bit I played was um, on a desert level, um, kind of like a Tatooine-esque kind of level, and it just kind yeah. of reminded me of that, and the creatures looked a little bit like that. It's really hard to say, but I'm not as... Oh, I was really pumped for it, and now I'm kind of like, mm, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not sure about this anymore. But I understand that you know, that's a, a really weak demo to come out with, and I shouldn't really be sort of reading too much into it but i'm still intrigued by it i mean it's it's anybody wants to send me a beta key for it (laughs) but um yeah it was it was all right it was it was okay um at least it looked solid didn't crash um the controls seemed to work well um apart you know out of combat apart from that that you know all all the stuff was there that i expected to be there um i think on the combat side i think that's i mean that's just a core nature of the game it's far more about um Tactically placing your attacks rather than just mm. tab target one two three four. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was, he was one, the two, guy who was demoing was very good. He was sort of saying, look, you know, we're aware of problems with this, and people have said this, and devs are aware that you know there is some some problems with kind of so much going on and having to control your camera at the same time isn't particularly helpful. But he mm-hmm. says you you do get used to it quite quickly, uh, and they are looking at doing something to kind of help you with that. Um, it wasn't helped by the fact that that morning I'd also played the Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Um, I had completely dismissed Elder Scrolls Online, and I am going to have to go completely back on my word. I'm now really excited for it. Um, got to play twenty minute demo of it, I think, from kind of a kind of quick character creation through the first and then through the first sort of fifteen minutes of gameplay to get a good idea of what the world was like and, and what the kind of mission structure would be like and what the combat was like. And um I've come away really impressed by it. It it kind of plays like what I always hoped it would, which is a Skyrim MMO. Um you've still got that kind of where you can the, the combat feels quite dynamic. Um in the fact that I was playing a melee character and, and kind of so, you, you know, you right-click to swipe your sword or you can hold it down to charge your attack up and, and just like you do in Skyrim. Um, and left-click left, left click is kind of, uh, sorry, right-click is kind of, you know, block. And then if you time it right, it stuns the creature and you can get a heavy attack in there or, or, a, com- or a, a kind of counter-attack in. Um, there's directional cues so you can dodge and there's a real weight to your character. It actually feels quite heavy. In the similar way that Wildstyle, you kind of felt quite bouncy and athletic. In Elder Scrolls, you feel kind of heavier and more kind of grounded, and they're just two very different things. It would have been interesting actually to play Wildstar as a melee character. I think I've gone in as a, as a shooter in, in Wildstar, so it was kind of like I found myself kiting quite a lot. Where in Elder Scrolls, it was much more like hands-on, trying to sort of track around, using dodge quite a lot. 
but it did i was really impressed by it as you'd expect very very polished um the quest givers were, were kind of at the moment anyway all fully voiced and you know whether that changes as you get out of that instance or what i don't know but looks well, really know. pretty um but it's certainly one that is right back on my radar again um it, I mean, it won't really matter because we all know what will happen you'll buy all the mmos and then play absolutely. them once no 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 i might play them twice yes yes it's true don't talk to me about Final Fantasy. Where <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else? Um, a couple of games I wanted to mention uh, that aren't big ones are... Um, there's a game there called Framed, which is a, an iOS game, which looks really intriguing. It was in the indie section. And it, it's basically like a... If you can imagine, you're looking at a kind of black and white page of a comic. And you basically... It's almost like an endless runner where you start at the top right, top left-hand side of the screen, you read like you would do a comment. And every frame is kind of like a scenario. And then you basically play this kind of spy with a briefcase, trying, you know, proper kind of like uh, film noir type, type aspect to it, sort of 1930s New York cops and stuff in the picture. And basically, when you press play, it runs the comic from the top right down to the bottom left. And you have to kind of put the, the frames in the right order to enable your character to make it through without getting shot by the police or fall off a ledge. And it's just really nicely done. It's got how, real nice... How many frames are there? There's, it, per, per page, there's kind of like nine or ten, I think, off the top of my memory. Um, so you might have like three running on the top, then four in the middle line, and do then you, the, do the last row. Do you have to row. move them... While you're while not while playing. he's doing no 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 so right. you run it and you see where he, he might fall down in frame two he might get shot by a copper but if you move that if you move another frame in between the first frame and the third frame it, it might bring him out behind the copper if you see what I mean it's a really difficult concept to explain it, that so, it, it sounds like a child's puzzle a little bit and I it kind of is but the mm. way it does it um, and it is it is basically a puzzle game it's like one of those. Um, tile games you have to put the pieces in the right place to create the picture but this yeah, way you're yeah. straight in the picture you're creating the comic strip and if you don't get the pieces in the right order your character will meet his doom or get spotted by the cops or something like that it's just it was just a really nice idea presented really beautifully um yeah a game called framed i think it's coming out on ios i think it's in a couple of months or a month or something like that so keep your eye out for that one um but the game i had most fun at in the whole of Eurogamer is a game that's already available on Steam um, called Forced. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this, but basically I it's, I have. it's a top-down Diablo-esque game um, where you play as kind of gladiators and you're forced into these arenas and have to fight against uh, mobs, basically. Um, but the thing that makes it interesting is it's, it, it, it can be played as single-player, but it's, it's more fun... Uh, played as a co-op game between you know one and four players and I, I was playing it with my mate and um it was just really nice because there's a little puzzle element in it there's this kind of glowing orb ball a bit like um that thing in halo what's it called oh jesus that little glowing orb thing anyway spark and um it kind of follows you around a little bit but you can use that you can you can call it to you and if you get it if you if i stand one side of a pillar for example and my mate stands the other side of this 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 pillar if i if he calls the spark away from me, the ball away from, away from me, it goes through the pillar and it might light a torch or something like that or pick up a property. And then you can guide this ball through to activate other items. So there's a little bit of puzzle in there as well. 
but it's just very addictive because you get the usual things of like you get your special moves so your right trigger is basically attack but then you can buff that or you can have a special attack on your left trigger or you can get passive abilities and you kind of level up as you go on and it was really really good fun really really good fun i think at the moment it's about a tenner on steam but you can get like a i think you can get a four pack for about 30 quid but um I do urge people to go and check it out because I really, we really had such a good time on that. We actually um, did the full thirty-minute demo while we were while we were at Eurogamer. Did um, you? Was it out of interest? Was it? Well, you went with you obviously with your mate. Was was it one of the few games you had to play? You got a chance to play together. Out of interest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 it was. It was I, we sat next to each other and we kind of, what was nice about it, again, it doesn't really translate to playing over online or anything, but you're kind of pointing at the screen saying, well, if you go there and, and, and I go over here, then we can use this to, to kind of turn this on and, and create that and do this. So it was, it was, it was good fun. Okay, I, I just wondered because obviously that will... Um, yeah, it does, it make... does colour it a little bit. If you're, if you're in that yeah. social aspect, it's obviously going to make the game feel a bit better for you. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Don't know. We both played. We 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 sat next to each other playing Killzone. We sat next to each other playing. Um, we were on the same team as each other playing on Titanfall and stuff like that. Uh, it's just those were just you know shooters and whatever. And um, I actually just it, it was just quite a nice fun game because it was just quite relaxed and it was quite. Um, maybe it was also because it was just like a break from the normal kind of what Eurogamer is kind of noise crowd pumping high pressure adrenaline seeking kind of gameplay and this was just quite a nice sort of break from the norm maybe but yeah it's it just i think people should kind of look at it well, yeah it's kind of kind of my euro game really the ones i wanted to talk about there's a demo for that forced and it's available for, on mac and linux as well so um yeah, it is it is i give that a go i won't go straight into the four pack no no give it a demo because it's it's i like i say i really enjoyed it but um yeah try it out let's give that looks pretty good. Yes, that's me. Cool. So you didn't get a chance to look at the uh, Oculus Rift then? I didn't. I didn't. I, like I say, I, I, <laughs> you you might want to tell the story of the, your, your your the first tweet of the day I received from you about the Oculus Rift. Oh well, it was the first thing I did. Was I tried? I went round the houses and found Oculus Rift because I had I had early entry and we got in there about ten past ten. Mm-hmm. Steamed over there and walked straight into what didn't look like, but actually turned out to be an hour and a half queue. Mm. And all the way around this queue, because you could, I could see both sides of kind of like their stand. I could see that there were two, there were eight booths in total. Okay, mm. two of them were playing some kind of mech game. Five of them were playing a, a kind of a, a dog fighting game. And one yeah, that would be the evil one, I think. No, I think it, no, it was. No, it was more um, uh, real-world planes, I think. Whatever. And one of them was running Surgeon Simulator. And all the way around, I could see everyone who was on the (laughs) Surgeon Simulator and all the other booths, everyone was looking around, moving their head, you know, looking around, seeing what planes are about and whatever. And whoever was sat on this fucking Surgeon Simulator one was just sat there looking down. (laughs) <laughs> can anyone see where this is so, going so I thought it would be just my fucking luck if I get given if I get because you know obviously it's when someone sits up stands up then the next person goes on yeah lo and behold I got the fucking surgeon simulator I couldn't believe it All I'm this surprised time, you didn't just turn around and go no I'm not going I, I, was, I threw my toys out the pram but in a in a feeling sorry for myself kind of way I was so pissed off. 
And so the guy was saying, do you know how to just, you know, this is how you play. I said, I don't fucking care how to play the game. I'm not interested in the game. I hate this game. It's shit. I'm interested in the tech. And this isn't showing it off to me. Because you turn around and you see a dismembered hand and a blank wall. (laughs) They don't turn around and see the inside of a cockpit or fucking someone trying to shoot me from behind. It was a complete waste of time. So I was really angry. And I, I tweeted... Uh, I registered my displeasure on the internet and fair play to Oculus <laughs> they came back and said uh, come and see us again uh, but I I didn't go I didn't go and see them again because A I'm not waiting for another hour and a half and that queue was yeah, an hour say. and a half all well, fucking yeah. day unless they're going to fast track you yeah I mean that that, that, that offer is pretty shitty isn't it yeah <laughs> isn't it really because <laughs> I'm the twat that has to turn up at the thing and say excuse me I moaned about this on the internet could you please let me on again i thought i'm not getting involved in this anyway um back to yeah this wasn't the experience that i wanted but my feelings on the oculus are thus um i asked whether it was the 1080p version i was told it was and oculus actually confirmed it afterwards on via twitter but i thought it was very grainy for a 1080p. Yeah, um, well, you simulator. Does that make any difference? Not Poss- really. Possibly, possibly, yeah. because maybe in the heat of a fucking really exciting dogfight, I wouldn't have fucking noticed. But as I was staring at a fucking desk, then well, um, out of interest, so John, because obviously when I what I saw, it kind of felt like there was a slightly. I feel like I could I could see the pixels a little bit. I don't know yeah. if that's how it's sort. Yeah, I got, I got to think it might well be the 1080p one because that's the one I. Well, I got told anyway that it was the case. Yeah, um, I mean, but I felt that you could see the pixels a little bit. Oculus did come back to me with some tweets, and I'll bring them up now. I can't remember. Anyway, so I thought the picture was very grainy, i.e., very pixelated. Um, I thought that there was significant motion blur when you moved uh, on the screen. However, when you did move your head, it was very good. It was never the case that you had to, you know, move your head and then move it again to actually get it to go. It all felt really quite good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I had. It's very. It doesn't feel like there's even a lag when you move. No. It feels quite smooth. So that was really good. I thought it was comfortable. Didn't feel too heavy to me at all. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought it was good. I mean, <clears throat> this is what Oculus has said to me. Uh, what did I say? Hang on, let me say what I said. Uh, I said, blah, 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 amongst all the swearing. Uh, beyond beyond fucking annoyed, blah, 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 blah. I said it looked very grainy and there was... I can't even remember. Fucking Twitter's a load of shit. Anyway... From Oculus, 1080p HD prototypes in our stand. So they were the 1080p prototypes. Yes, pixels are still visible, but the image is much, much crisper than the dev kits. Okay, so at first glance, that I read that as, oh, they're going to sort it out. But I'm not sure they are. It sounds like that's what it's going to be like. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay, motion blur is roughly half... That of that of the dev kit, but still noticeable. We're working on that, hence prototype. Okay, so this isn't. I you see. I'm used to looking at 
you know, we're used to looking at high resolution, lovely IPS monitors and that kind of stuff. And that doesn't appear to be what you're going to get. But I mean, that's the limitation of the technology. Maybe a bit further down the line, they'll release a 800 pound version, which will, you know, support <laughs> that. Uh, and I'll get that. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> because I thought, it, despite my experience being very much soured, um, I still think it's great. And it it felt immersive. It didn't feel like there was just a screen plonked a few inches in front of my eye. It felt, you know, like I was in that environment. And I just can't see myself not spending 400 quid on it because <laughs> it's it, it, it's going to be great. Um, but I would leave the dev kit for the devs because um, I'd like to hope that some of the things that I that I thought were wrong with it will get addressed and hopefully even some pixel smoothing and you know for it to look crisper brighter who knows what you know maybe oculus rift 2 is you know the way well, this is go. still you know this is still dev kit followed by prototype i mean there's still the hope that they can progress it further before it gets before it gets released yeah it's still I mean, great all, all it says to me everything i've heard just makes me think there is no way I can put money down on this product until I've actually tried it. Because especially with my tendency to vomit every time there's any kind of I didn't, emotion. I, yeah. I didn't feel in any way disoriented, but then it was like being at fucking work, sat at a desk. So, um... <laughs> no, but I think that... Vimes, I'm dismembering bodies, John. I think that Vimes' point probably, considering he gets kind of travel sick. Any Valve right? game I heave at, basically. Yeah, and so that, that must be a bit of a scary concept. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm, so is. that was the Oculus Rift, the thing that I really wanted to see, which was a big disappointment, but not because of the Oculus Rift, just because some idiot's decision to um, have Surgeon Simulator. That Surgeon Simulator was everywhere at Eurogame. I know, and I thought it was shit. Three stands running it, I don't get it. It's shit as well. Right, okay, so I got my hands on the NVIDIA Shield. Did you see that? I did. And I thought it was a quite a well-made piece of kit but i just couldn't see the point of it yeah i mean, well, yeah. I, I, mean I talked about this kind of well, a few months back and yeah i think that's the main problem is like it seems like a 360 controller with a screen but i can't see who it's for well it's i mean i was playing a streamed game and and they had the game on the console on the on the shield and they had a big a screen next to it showing what the PC was showing, and yeah, sure, there didn't seem to be any lag and whatever, and uh, but but bearing in mind those two devices were very close to each other, networked mm-hmm. by, I don't know how, and um, I just can't see the point of me ever playing any of the games that I play on the PC on a small screen like that. So it was a bit, it was a bit, bit of nothingy really. Forza Five, long we've spoke about long low times. Uh, sure, it looked reasonably pretty. Didn't look astoundingly pretty, but maybe that's. I didn't. I'm... I couldn't really tell the difference between that and four. But then I, get, I probably wouldn't. No. Um, <laughs> that's just me. It was all right. I mean, uh, it was a it was a car racing game. It does certainly Forza Five was one of the things where I was thinking, oh, I want to I want to get an Xbox One on launch day because everyone's going to be playing Forza Five. Nah. Um, that's the only thing I saw on the Xbox 360, really. Uh, sorry, on the Xbox One, and uh, it doesn't make me want to buy an Xbox One, so um, I'm not going to. Well, not for that reason, anyway. Um, didn't see anything about the PS4. 
Um, spoken about Need for Speed Rivals, which I thought was on the PS4, but but seemingly wasn't. That was really, it wasn't. That was really good fun. I enjoyed the eight minutes that I had on that, just looning around like a, an open world environment, uh, mm. starting chases with people, and um, I mean. If Rivals turns out to be an open world environment where there's lots of people online and you can do that kind of stuff, that's great. Okay, so you had the EMPs, you had the the spike strips that you had in Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, but I'd like to think that you would also have the kind of four versus four, cops versus racers, um, uh, kind of matches or, or games mm. that um, that you mm. had on Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, because those were an absolute blast, and um, I, but I think I'll definitely get that because um, I really enjoyed that. Um, what else did I see? The Room Two. I'd never heard of the Room, so imagine oh, my surprise. Great game. Imagine my surprise to see the Room Two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had a quick go on that, and that was really good. I really enjoyed that, so I reckon I go and pick up the first one. The first one's amazing. Can't, I'm really looking forward to the Room Two. Doesn't work on my iPad. What? Why not? Because I've got an iPad One. Oh really? Okay, yeah, that's nice. Know. It wouldn't go back that far. I'm a bit old school, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. So um, you know, it does make me want to go and buy an iPad to to give that a try. But um, the thing that most impressed me about that was I didn't know you could get HDMI out from your iPads. They had these little <laughs> they had these little splitter things that goes into the power port or the connector port, yeah. splits out into power, and one part of it splits out onto HDMI. Yeah. Which I thought was jolly good. Uh, what else do I see? Um, okay, so I had a look at the Omni, which is that omnidirectional um, treadmill, and that mm. looked, and that looked good, and it looked you know it looked really good. It was fun. different from what I was expecting. The actual piece of kit itself. Well, it was because I remember seeing, it and I thought you had to wear special shoes, which which had like a little cleat in the middle of it, and as you were running, it caught in one of the grooves and made, and registered it. But the shoes they were using were FootJoy golf shoes with kind of rubber, rubber, you know, round rubber stud things, stud yeah. things around where the the golf cleats would be. And it didn't, and it just seemed to be a kind of a low friction connection, so you didn't have. And it to looked get, a nice piece of kit, actually. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, was well lucky enough, shall we say, to um, stroll by it just as Jason Bradbury <laughs> from. Uh, the gadget show on channel five was doing it but of course he was just looning about being a fucking tv star i just thought just get on with it mate i know you're on tv but we just want to see you fucking play it not you trying to moonwalk on it because it's got low friction but uh fair enough i mean it's all showbiz isn't it um <laughs> but just around the corner from that was possibly the most impressive thing i saw uh this is on the scan stand was a well, I guess near one hundred and eighty degree curved projector screen, which was being fed by three projectors. So you imagine your typical three screen three screen PC setup, um, but of course you got those horrible borders in between the screens. Uh, this was set up mm. in such a way that uh, you had the whole wraparound vision, um, but with no borders. So I guess it must yeah, have taken yeah. a little bit to to get all the projectors in the right place. In front of that, they had a um, probably fifteen hundred quid's worth of top-end PC steering wheel and and, um, and pedals, 
And they were attached to the VXR chair. And the VXR chair is that is the one with a um, with a, like kind of like those four pistons on each corner. So you oh, get okay. so, you, so you get full kind of you know movement. So if you break in, then you know. I you, saw I saw I saw them around. I saw like they had um, kind of single seat rigs. But it oh didn't no, no, like no, 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 no! Those were statics, but this one was oh, this one okay. was moving around, and it looked brilliant. I know for a fact oh, that I those. I know for a fact that those are twenty grand plus. Now, how much you have to pay for like the wraparound projector screen? I don't know. I guess you could probably make that yourself if you were clever. Three projectors depends on the quality. You can probably get by with six hundred, seven hundred quid projectors. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at a good twenty-five, thirty <laughs> grand to have that, um, and you'll need a bit of room. But it was great. It was really, really great. And um, yeah, I want one. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not going to get one. Um, I can't. I mean, I spent a little bit of time in the in the um, in the indie section. I played a few. I played. A, I had a quick go on a couple of games. Assault mm. Android Cactus. And it's all right. Uh, that was all right, but it just I don't know. It seemed a bit pointless to me. It seems it hasn't got the depth that I that I was interested in. I played an odd game called Cloud Built. Which was looked yeah. looked beautiful. The art style was fantastic, kind of really kind of cartoony, um, and I, I enjoyed the, the 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 demo level that I did. I mean, I think it was the basic level, but not necessarily my cup of tea. But the guy, the developer, or the guy that was showing it me, was trying to force me to go on to the next level where it got a lot more interesting. There was a lot more action. Um, I think I might check that. I might keep an eye out for that and check that out because um, I think that was good. That's called Cloud Built. And that's by a company called Coilworks.se. Um, that was about it for um, for the indie stuff. Something came into my head that I wanted to tell you about, but I've just completely forgotten what it, what it was, which is a bit annoying because I'm sure it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Almost certainly. Did you see Dying Light? Oh, you wouldn't have seen Dying Light because that was upstairs. Um, that was interesting. That was the game by the same people who did uh, Dead Island, but it's kind of this parkour game. Um, I saw the trailer for it, but there's like a 15-minute gameplay trailer of it. It actually looked really good on the trailer. Um, not so much in real life, but it's, it's one I'll keep an eye out for. This cloud, oh, sorry, this cloud built is said says that it's an over-the-top rocket-powered parkour. Is parkour yeah. the new the new thing in video games? Uh, Mirror's Edge Two got announced. Everyone's on. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The, the art style is stunning on that, though. I remember seeing that and thinking that just looks really, really nice. But I wonder if it's more style over substance. I don't know, but I haven't played it, so I can tell you. Other than that, I was just kind of wandering around, really. I, mean, you know, I, I, I wandered around with Hitch, Steve Catton, Blind Catton from mm. the um, forums, Smidgey, and uh, Jane's nephew, Drew. Who ah, was... I saw Smidgey. Smidgey was at the Midlife game a lot. Ah, was he? Well, he, he ran off with Hitch's T-shirt that he got given for free, and he still owes me 15 quid for the ticket. So if you're listening, mate, listening, mate get in contact. Yeah, Hitch got a No to DRM T-shirt that I th- <laughs> threatened to burn. Um, so, um, Smidgey, you can do what you want with that, mate. Um, yeah, I just remember what it was. I met the. Do you remember New Star Soccer, that game on the yes, iOS that yes, sucked yes. so much of my it. life? I met the guy who made that and nearly wanted to punch him for, and demand <laughs> about 
two full days of my life back, if not more. It's um, quite tricky getting that back, though, isn't it? Really? No, but that was that was a that was a cracking game. Did you see was, any other celebrities while you were there, apart from Jason Bradbury? Um, no, I did not. I saw someone on the Sunday. Up. Oh, okay. Mr. Bill Bailey was there. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah, he, I bumped into him. Well, literally, almost literally bumped into him coming out of the um, VIP bit as you just walk into Viewer Gamer. He was, he was, he was like, "Oh, I really like your stuff." <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of looked at me. All right, and just kept walking. Hope the Slayer's <laughs> a big pile of shit. And uh... <laughs> dare you? Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed the weekend. So yeah, it was good. Back on I mean, the there were loads of games there, and the best thing to do at that place, I thought, was just just wander about. And just suck it all in. Don't you go if you're going for two days. Spend the first day queuing, get that out of your system, and then just go and chill for day two. Don't go for two days. You've got to be mental to go for any more than one day. Uh, no, first day you just spend you spend most of your time queuing on the first day. And the second day you just wander about and chill and go and look at all the nice little games and talk to devs. And the wonderful thing about Eurogamer is the fact that a lot of the time, especially with the stuff around the rest section and. Um, not the big AAA like the EA stuff and the and the, the console launches and things like that, but all the other ones, you can actually speak to the people who make the games. So I was speaking to the guys who who did things for, um, oh, what was it, uh, Prison Architect. Um, I was speaking to the guys who were doing things with uh, So You Are Being Hunted, which looks absolutely brilliant. If you haven't, you, So You Are Being Hunted looks really, really good. It's that kind of uh, tweeds and corduroy uh, where you're being hunted by robots across a kind of misty moor. Um, Kickstarter game it was it was really good, uh, but you can actually speak to these people and talk to them, and um, that's one of the things I really love about our, our hobby is that it's fairly open at that level. You can just wander up to people and start talking crap at them, and they don't get security to throw you out, which is quite surprising. I should I should say that uh, one of the reasons I brought up the new Star Soccer was that they are releasing a big update. So anyone who's maxed out the purchase tree, like I have. <laughs> they're releasing um, new more update. things to purchase more things to purchase <laughs> <laughs> have you played anything outside of your game this week uh, have you been uh, playing cookie clicker like me no cookie I, told Cli- you not to, I told you not to play it it's brilliant I get one and a half billion cookies per second at the moment Jesus! All I've played is Battlefield and GTA I haven't bothered with and I've steered well clear of cookie clicker because everyone I know who's just sort of gone I wonder what that is, and go onto the site. I've, I've not heard of for a few days. And well, I've there's, this a, there's not a lot to it. Cookies a fucking second or something. It just it just sits in the background. But I don't know, tell you what, if it doesn't have to churn your churn your battery, because my MacBook uh, is supposed to last for twelve hours on battery. This thing with this running, it doesn't last more than three. Just the comp the the calculations must be killing. The, uh, just just churning the CPU. Um, what else have I done? I've still been playing a lot of uh, Daisy. That's we've had some amazing fun on there, and it's um, our little friendly group seems to be uh, fracturing a little bit um, with things being stolen and sold and stuff. So there was some hilarity hilarity this afternoon with um, Salamander stealing Matt Helm's um, helicopter. Matt basically going mental and just. I had to talk them down from killing each other, basically. Um, Virtually so, or physically? Little from column A, little from column B. <laughs> um, the Daisy Epoch really is good. You lot must must get on there. I'm, I know I say it every week, but um, I really would love to get a real 
good amount of people going on there and going on there regularly. We seem to be getting around about the eight, nine, ten people of an evening, and 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 that's really great. Um, but the more we can get on there, the better. And the more people we get on there, then people will see, oh, that's a busy server. They'll come along and they'll stay, and then it will become a a really good a really good server with you know plenty of people on it the whole time. And as I said before, Daisy Epoch gives Daisy a hell of a lot more points. So if you were bored of Daisy because you didn't really know what to do, get onto Epoch. There's a lot more going on and there's a lot more things to do. Um, that's about it. Have you got anything else to say in this section, Vimesy? No, not really. I think I've pretty much covered it all. Well, they've heard enough of my voice in <coughs> this session. Beastie, I can see that you said something here about an Xperia Z1. Did you want to talk yeah. about that? We can briefly talk about it. Yeah, if we move on to... Um... Uh, releases and news and that yeah um obviously I'm, i mentioned a few shows back that um i would be i pre-ordered the experience at one and it arrived uh last week so i kind of went for my iphone 5 with the ios update and a few days later my the z1 arrived um and so far i mean to be honest the first couple of days was a bit tough i think being on kind of ios for four years now Mm. Um, uh, kind of tablet and um, phone. It's quite a shift, but after uh, a few days now, now after the weekend, I'm kind of fully into it. I'm I'm really enjoying it. It's a really nice phone. Um, it's it's got a big five inch screen, 1080p display. It looks amazing. I have to say it looks really really good. It's not a phone though, is it? If it's um, got a five inch display, it's I know, it's, it fits in my pocket. And it means that <laughs> jean size pockets. Um, it's um, fat ass pockets. Yeah, if, 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 <laughs> if that's how you want to look at it. Um, I don't want to look at it. Is Clark here? No, but you're going to get a good impression. Um, the what well, I, I wanted a bigger display. To be honest with you, that's with the, one of the issues I had. And things like even though web pages are becoming more and more mobile friendly mm. i still found that certain pages even ones that were designed were still quite tricky to read without fiddling around squeezing and pinching or turning the display around whereas this mm. from a portrait mode i can read almost every article without any issue no mucking around at all that's and that's kind of what i wanted mm. um that's exactly what it does um i'll see how it goes in the long in the long uh, long run, see how it plays, and there's definitely a, a levels that are slightly irritating, and it's kind of got some really cool like near field communication stuff, which kind of sync up with headphones in a strange magical way of just touching them, which I find a bit bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just some of the little things. I mean, the irony being, I've got a, a Bluetooth Sony stereo. Obviously, the Xperia Z1's a Sony device, and Fat it will boy. just randomly, yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> um, it will randomly forget the fact that it's got a Bluetooth connection and you're like, well, why, why have, how have you forgotten this? It was a little bit painful syncing in the first place. And you're kind of like, sometimes you'll go in the car, you'll go, oh yeah, there's the, there's the phone. That's fine. I can press play and listen to podcasts in the car. No problem. And other times I go, no, there's nothing, no device there. I was like, there fucking is. <laughs> and I <laughs> end up having to kind of do bullshit, turning the Bluetooth on, off and on again and things like that. Mm. But so far, I mean, uh-huh. They've definitely, in my opinion, maybe it's that they've improved Android in the last kind of couple of years. Because I thought Nexus Seven, I was a little bit disappointed with from the Android device point of view. I mean, I know it was quite good; it had a few little things that were finding quite irritating. Mm. But hopefully, it's making a kind of a better place for it. Well, that iOS Seven fucking tossed up my phone a treat. I don't know why, but every time oh. after that was a bastard. 
What so, happened to um, yours out of interest? Oh, it just it was just I had so many little issues with it. It just really put me off using it. Um just just things like speed, um apps turning themselves off. Um and also just the fact that it, cause it's new and stuff, it, it's, it turned things on I didn't want on, didn't tell me it turned them on. So things yeah, like, yeah, I've noticed that. Bluetooth got switched on on the iPad. Yeah, exactly, all like that, that sort yeah. of thing. And, and I was just like, oh, fuck off. So I had to go through my settings with a fine tooth comb, just investigating all these new things it suddenly decided it wanted me to have. Um, I'll be interested to see how you get on with this, this, this Sony, because um, I don't know, I... I Part of me wants to move away from iOS and from Apple because I just think, oh, I don't want to get locked in and all this kind of thing. But then Apple does what it does, you know. Sure. It, but this 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 phone, I think, is kind of it's a four, and it's it's kind of on its it's two and a half, nearly three years old yeah. now, and it's like actually, in fact, fuck it, it's three years old now, over three years old now, and it's like, well. Maybe it's coming to the end of its usable lifespan or something like that. But and if I have to upgrade it, do I want to get another one or do I just want to? I've got all those questions rearing its ugly head again. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting how you get on with it. One complaint I do have, and this doesn't relate. Funny enough, it actually relates to me transcending from Apple to um, Android, and I think this is it's kind of amusing, but equally really awful that you can't deal with it. Um, anybody as in Rhymes, you've texted me in the past. I've texted you in the past. Um, we use obviously because I had an iPhone. You had an iPhone. We use the iMessage service. Mm. Um, anybody who's who's used the iMessage service with me in the past, I no longer can receive text messages from them because it gets even though I've deregistered my phone from um, iCloud and from my account and everything else, it still tries to send them to that phone. From if you sent me a text message, you'll still try and send it to that phone and get caught in the iMessage service, and I never get them. Um, and that's really, really shit. Um, and there is me no- nothing I can do about it. I've done every single possible workaround that's been suggested, and it's made no difference whatsoever. Buy an iPhone. Um, you'll be alright. No, I don't want a small device. I'm, I want a bigger device. Brilliant. Size matters. Can I tell you a cautionary tale? Yes, you can. Um, <laughs> I work in internet security. Uh, I'm supposed to be an expert in in security. Um, so I imagine, can't, imagine, I can't imagine, tell where this is going to go. Imagine <laughs> my imagine my surprise when I got an email from the HMRC directed at my business account, telling me to open what appeared to be a PDF, which was some kind of VAT report. Now, this threw me because it's. You know, it's about this time when I have to do my VAT. And there's always stuff popping through for yearly bloody, yearly returns and all that sort of shit. So I double-clicked it, not really thinking about it, and nothing happened. Oh, bloody hell, what's this? Go and have a look at it. It's a bloody executable. And it did nothing, Uh. which makes me... So so it did nothing, so that's uh, made me worried. Looked at my antivirus. It was disabled because I'd probably disabled it another time to um, stop it fucking around with the game. Was, you're living the dream right now. Um, so that leave left me with one option: reinstall Windows. So I had to reinstall oh. Windows, and I had to go through all the aggravation of taking the graphics card out, putting the new, the old graphics card in because the GeForce won't show the kind of boot screens on the on the Mac because it's not officially supported and all of that. Fuck me. So, um, yeah, hopefully I won't make that stupid mistake again, but, uh, there's no guarantee. So, uh, 
No, I mean, it's, it's quite cunning. I mean, I think that particularly is the nature of how sometimes you get emails that it's, it's often quite hard to tell, particularly with um, even like Gmail and Hotmail clients, what kind of file is that? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a, a wise wise message that anybody can get kind of drawn into. Just, I, I mean, I, I did, I did, a, I turned on the antivirus and I did a full scan, but uh, who's to say that's not a zero day, you know, mm. day one exploit? So. Sure. Well, no, I think it's not that. I think it's more the trick of it's easy to kind of not think about something and try and open up a file and then not know what's. Re- oh what no, is. no, no, absolutely, absolutely. But um, I, I didn't see any way back from where I was other than rebuilding. To be honest, because I couldn't be, I didn't want to go through. Even if the antivirus had found something, I, I don't want to go rooting through registry entries and all that sort of shit to clear it out. So I just got a nice fresh rebuild, and things seem to be working all right. <laughs> so that's all right. Anyway, right, so there we go. If you don't want to waste most of an afternoon, don't uh, double-click things blindly that come in an email. Releases. Okay, so Formula 1 2013. Is that not FIFA 2013? No, no. no. I, I, actually, I was a little bit thrown because I had to double-check it because, notoriously, they never you never get a game coming out of the year. Do you know what I mean? I thought, I yeah. thought it's probably Formula 1 2014, but no, it is Formula 1 2013. Uh, out on the fourth. I bought Formula One twenty one twenty twelve uh, on Steam, and I haven't played that. So um... <laughs> you're almost certainly <laughs> going to pick this up. Uh, no, I won't. Um, but I should. I should play that Formula One game. I don't know. Another case of too many games. Uh, what I am interested in picking up though is NBA two K fourteen because that sounds brilliant. Oh, I really? don't know. Is it like NBA Why Jam? Because I'm being belligerent. I, of I, 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 I had that shit. Really? Basketball is one of the most boring games in the world. You threw me, then you absolutely lost me. And I thought, jeez, he's being serious. I'd never put you down as a basketball fan. (laughs) I quite enjoy playing. I quite enjoy playing basketball, but watching basketball. You know, watching basketball on a highlight show. Maybe that's one thing. Watching a whole match is the most dull thing in the world. It's not like football where a goal counts for something. It's like goal, 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 miss. Hey, a miss! Oh, God. <laughs> Celebrate oh, the misses. God. Fuck me. So, yeah, I've got no interest in that. And we're not going to spend any further time on this because, frankly, Stoptober starts tomorrow. And which is, and bearing in mind that it's currently half past ten, then I have only one and a half hours left of smoking. So I'm going to take the opportunity to cram as many as I can in while we have a break. And uh, we'll be back shortly. Right, um, that was a refreshing cigarette. I am going to miss them. Um, we're going to skip the TV stuff because, um, frankly, I don't think anyone's that interested in my uh, me spoiling Downton Abbey for you all. I'm sure you're all massive fans. Um, we're going to go straight on to the news. And uh, the big news this week is that Steam is announced, has announced its own Linux-based operating system. Uh, would someone who knows something about this like to jump in? Um, well, um, it's it's quite interesting. I mean, I've been been keeping an eye on this. I've obviously been chatter about obviously uh, Steambox, which has been the biggest kind of conversation. And I I don't know about you, but I didn't really imagine an operating system would be, would be would have been part of that. I didn't really think about it. I don't know what you thought on that, John. I don't know what you were expecting. Um, well, obviously, if they're going to release a 
a box, then they'd have their own operating system. Well, I don't know. I just assumed it would be a Windows system, to be honest with you. I just thought it was just a, you could use their big picture stuff, and that's why they brought the big picture stuff out. Um, well, they, they did, they've been, you know, they did make a strong move into into supporting Linux um, quite some time ago. Uh, I, it's the natural fit for them, really, I guess, because they don't have to pay any licensing for it. Or yeah, that. yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's pretty. Also, for the for the end user, that's that's a big, big, big kind of benefit as well, um, because it's a free operating system, and that's going to be quite interesting. Uh, the question is, I mean, much as I love my PC, I love PC gaming. I do mainly do PC gaming. Um, I still like the PC for the other things as well. Just... Oh no, I, I, absolutely. As, as a PC owner, I won't be going into into this. I've got no interest in playing PC games on my TV. But Vimesy would testament to, is testament to the fact that a lot of people are quite interested in that. And you know, they've got a, they've got a strong they've got a strong proposition, haven't they, with with Steam because there's Games sure. are always cheap. There's a wide variety of games. A lot of the games that come out on the consoles also come out on the PC and typically run better, look better, have more features. Uh, you know, I, I've no doubt. I've no doubt that um, the, the the Steam Box is going to support have some kind of, for example, TeamSpeak integration support, be some kind of app or you know, and a, a Raptor app and all, all of this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, why not? If you if you, if you're not in the market for a full scale PC, yeah, I mean, I think a couple of things, interesting things I spotted, obviously, because one of the key things that have kept um, Microsoft dominance of that kind of PC gaming has been um, DirectX support, and it doesn't look like Valve are trying to kind of improve general OpenGL support, um, which you don't really OpenGL is one of the things I don't really think about much anymore. Um, but that, I think I, I can see that as being the benefit, and I used to be working with Nvidia to make that work. But yeah, I mean, I'll be really intrigued to see what what really kind of pans out for this. I, I'm a bit like the um, the Shield Project Shield. I'm I'm trying to see where this all fits together at the moment, and I can't quite see it. Um, but I mean, I, I'd be good to have a I mean, how I think probably for yourself and I more the idea of actually having a free bootcamp partition on a Mac that goes straight into a operating system just for gaming. Um they don't have to pay for like because normally obviously the reason you put put a bootcamp Windows partition on your Mac is because you want um to play games. That's the only reason you really do it. Uh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. And the idea of a free version that is just dedicated purely to games that's maybe maybe a bit more lightweight, doesn't hog up so much of the of the hard drive, that's quite tempting. I mean if, for, for me as a gamer that's that could work. Um but yeah, I'm kind of all pulling together. I've got, have you seen that weird controller they've got? There's... Yeah, it's kind of got. It's got no no thumbsticks, has it? It's kind of got a and no buttons. Well, kind of no buttons. It has got buttons, but it's they're like two touch pads, I guess, like like kind of circles where your thumbs go. Um, I I I'm, I can't really envisage how it's going to work. That motion controls work with it, and that doesn't make me feel positive. I mean. It, because I'd say that motion controls are nice when you have no tactile device 
like on a phone. They're, I mean, they're, they're a good alternative. But I wouldn't necessarily. I don't think I want to replace that experience with a joypad. No, absolutely. From a joypad. No, absolutely. I, I'm very much a keyboard and mouse warrior, so um, uh, it hasn't really got any, any attraction for me. But um, I yeah, know, I can see. I can. I can see. I can see why. And I don't know. I, I might pick up one of those controllers just. Just for shits and giggles. Sure, and uh, I think, as long as if they're reasonably priced, definitely. Um, but as Vimesy said, what, what's the best controller out there at the moment? You know, I have, I'm yet to see, having had my hands on the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One controller, anything that's necessarily any better than the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty controller that I've already got. So yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I think it's when I kind of watch this space is kind of how I'm kind of treating this at the moment. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to get too excited or even want to dismiss it yet. I just, I'm trying to see what's st- Valve are kind of notoriously involved with the long game I and mean, look how they kind of launched Steam, where things may have not have. There was lots of moaning about it ten years ago. Um, I have to say, I wasn't one of the moaners. I actually quite like Steam, even for, for a few of its flaws. Oh, something deadly in the background there, John. Sounds sinister. Oh, oh, sorry. That would be um, just a, one of the local Peter Burrens driving along on their scooter. Sorry, classy. Um, that's not your fault. <laughs> the um, yeah, I, we'll, we'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I just, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure Valve have got a great idea with it, but, but I want to see a bit more. And yeah, I think for me, apart from that map partition, is anything I can think of that might, might be quite useful. But we'll see. See, but think about lots of other things like League of Legends isn't a Steam game, and uh, there's lots of things that aren't Steam games. So, PC this is true. That is true. There's no getting away from that. Um, but yeah, so I was always point out. I think we've lost Vimesy for the duration. I can't seem to get him. We back. have we have lost him. He has texted me, and his internet has died. Um, he has no idea why, and he is restarting everything. So um, I think that was him just joining joining back. So uh, I wonder if he's got any opinion on this, Vimesy. <laughs> Are you there, Vimesy? I don't think he is. Okay, well, don't worry. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll join us. Um, he won't understand Linux anyway. No, he's, he's a he's a he's a console boy at heart. Okay, talking of consoles, right? Yeah, the big, I thought this was interesting. Yeah, the big one of the big things that, frankly, at first glance looked pretty shallow to me, but it did look pretty. Isn't going to be quite as pretty as we thought it was going to be because it appears that uh, even on the Xbox One, Rise is going to be running at nine hundred p rather than ten eighty p. Yes, which is quite an interesting resolution. I think sixteen hundred by nine hundred, um, which isn't even a ten eighty, which isn't even a seven twenty p resolution. So it's sort of an odd thing for them to do. I mean, I, I really don't care that much, but it's not a great start that one of the uh, Xbox One exclusives ultimately comes out the box as not being ten eighty p compatible for a next gen console. That's, in my opinion, pretty poor. Vimesy is back with us. Console hey. boy. Hello, yay. Console boy. Well, how do you feel about Rise running at 900p? I won't be able to tell a smegging difference. There we are. There we have it. Vimesy's <laughs> old eyes won't be able to tell I bet you're glad you got me back on the call now. <laughs> no, I'm... <laughs> Bringing that wonderful insight to the show. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It, it, uh, this, this smacks to me of, oh, have, have, have a, you know... 
more oh have a go at microsoft kind of stuff for me but uh... i don't think so i mean they're going to be upscaling it um i imagine the ps4 has probably got similar things where they're going to use their upscaling ability whatever you want to call it it seems like it's fairly commonplace now to do that the, the 360 had the same issues when it came out way back in the day you know um they things couldn't hit 720p so they upscaled them no one really knew any different no, I think um, you're probably right there, mate. Okay, um, Minecraft, one of the most relaxing games uh, of many of recent years, and, and an absolute hit with children up and down the country. Um, apparently, GTA Five <laughs> isn't the real issue here because apparently <laughs> Minecraft is being blamed for school violence. It's the killer. It breeds killers. Yes. Yeah. This is a story of in. Um... Orlando in Florida. Was a, oh, there's a surprise. I didn't yeah. realise it was in America. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, where a a nine-year-old, I think it was, um, has been was actually put in front of a judge because, and I know obviously this is a core Minecraft ingredient, he brought a gun into school, along with some ha- a hammer and some knives, and... Um, and he said apparently as, did, as long as it wasn't a hammer and sickle they'd have been all over him if it was a hammer <laughs> and sickle and um, they uh, the, the f- boy's father said he learned that he learned it from playing Minecraft which is considering the fact you can't even get a gun in Minecraft I found even more hilarious than that. I mean this is another one of those stories out there and I th- it was interesting because I had to take my uh, girlfriend's car to the mechanic at the uh, Weekend, and there's another chap there. And this, for some reason, it came up as a conversation about video games in GTA Five and violence. And it was a quite an, an, it, was an, it was an older gentleman. I would say probably, I, I would guess he was not a gamer, um, who was very much the opinion the about. Oh, yeah, but if uh, if young people are playing these games, it's it's they're, they're bound to get influenced by them. I said, yeah, but didn't they say the same thing about books like a hundred years ago and two hundred years ago? And I think that I think we have to face the facts that people just need to take acceptance for they do something bad that it's their fault and not some <sighs> mysterious pr- product. And this is just another case of that that they're just it's easy to blame. Well, no, it wasn't my bad parenting. It was Minecraft that did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the father needs to learn that, um, like in Minecraft, you should put all of your things safely away in a chest. And, <laughs> yes. uh, can you lock things in chests in Minecraft now? You can put them in chests at least. I'm not sure if you have. I think with uh, mods, you, with creepers mods, can't get them. With mods, you can uh, you can lock them up. So um, yeah, I think that's just some yeehaw redneck um, making excuses, really. So um, fuck him. I can't I cannot think of one negative thing to do with Minecraft other than it takes a huge amount of your time. <laughs> um, Did you get to see any of the walls contest while you were you're a gamer, John? No. No, they had a massive, well, not a massive arena, but, you know, a good, a good. it was really busy. They had, like, a Minecraft Walls tournament on. There must have been about 30 computers all set up playing Minecraft or whatever. And it was just, it was really good to watch because there were loads of, I didn't understand any of it, but loads of kids getting involved with their families and stuff, really enjoying it. None of those brought guns to the table. I thought it was oh, that's, that's disappointing. I mean, apparently it's mm. the thing. Did you yeah. see all the cosplay people? Yes, me. I, I saw a, I saw a Caitlin from League of Legends walking around. She was quite well. She was she had the gun and everything. It was um, 
Uh, oh, I, did, I did wonder where you're going to go with that, John. I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand cosplay, but um, oh, fair enough. If, you, if you're into dressing up and whatever, no, maybe I, if, no, if Clarky was here, I'm sure he'd have had an opinion. But um... <laughs> almost certainly, I'm just keeping my mouth shut about cosplay. I thought some of it was great and some of it was bloody awful. It's, uh, it's like it's like one of those one of those things where if, if it's if it's done well, it's really good. But it's so easy to get it so wrong. I mean, I, I, I'm never quite sure if they're just regular punters walking around behaving like idiots or they're sponsored by a company to go and pretend to be, you know... Some are. Some are. Depends. I mean, you can often tell the difference, to be honest. Um, yeah, well, the ones you, I saw, their costumes were far too shit to be uh, sponsored. <laughs> yeah, <by>. yeah. <laughs> I think you're safe to say that, yeah, that wasn't the case. Uh, right then. Is that it? That is it, yeah. Bloody hell, that was a short second period. Does anyone want me to talk about Downton Abbey? No. no. All right, fair enough. Right, okay. Um, well, let's 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 leave, let's leave this thing. So yeah. the usual stuff. Uh, follow us on Facebook, the Mature Gamer Podcast. Uh, you can email mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast dot com. Uh, listen, what? Listen to the Mature Gamer Podcast. Listen to. Um, Night shift. Called? The night shift. Um, I, was, I had to tread carefully around Proton and Robbie Roo at the weekend, and so that they Why? didn't start asking me how, how, what do you think of the show. Never listened to oh. it. Oh, okay. So, um, but I'm sure it's wonderful. Um, I I really appreciate that they make a real effort and they do interviews and all sorts of good stuff, and they don't just ramble on like us. So I recommend yeah. you go and check them out. Um, <clears throat> been getting quite a few reviews recently. Um, so that's been good. Still, I still want to push for the hundred. So um, the closer we get to that, in fact, I will. I will give a prize, a steam <gasps> a steam code of some kind. Don't of, two beta of, of not massive, <laughs> of not massive uh, value, to the person who puts the hundredth um, review on. That doesn't work, does it? Because no one's going to put a review on. If they if they can clearly see the eighty seventh <laughs> review, well, well, let's, let's, let's just do it anyway. See what happens. Purely this for the testing alone, that's worth it. Yeah, I mean, I think it takes a good while for them to show up, so you never yeah, know. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the thing. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. So, the person who gives us the hundredth review, I will give a Steam code to for something as I said of not great value. You don't expect a thirty nine pound ninety nine game, but uh, but don't expect a two pound fifty piece of shit. So. Um, the hundredth written review, um, then uh, yeah, but but don't please say in it. I want to win the get. You know, this is my yeah, entry be, for yeah. for winning the code. Just this uh, is all falling apart, isn't it? Yeah, it always does at this point. Um, <laughs> anyway, so review us on iTunes to with the chance of winning a prize. Shop through Amazon if you wish using the affiliate link and all of that good stuff and. Follow us on Twitter. We, I mean, we can't take the opportunity not to have Beastie's catchphrase here. Follow the show at MGP Bits. You can follow me at UK Evil Homer. I'm at Vimesy74. And uh, Beastie Don't Tweet. Which is a real shame because um, a lot of my tweets are... Um, Gold. Very, very succinct and there's no swearing or annoyance in any of them. <laughs> yeah, that, that all sounds familiar. Yeah, I can see that happening. What's and, your Twitter uh, name, John? Angry John, is it? Oh yeah, but uh, it's all showbiz. Don't worry about it. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a lovely, polite young man. Um, in reality, yes, it's cuddly. Anyway, 
Thanks very much for listening, and we look forward to having you listen next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.